Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one Bachelor recap podcast and the number one shrimp podcast. Hosted by a racial best friend duo. Mailbag was crazy this week, AB, with shrimp was heated it? shrimp discussion. <laughs> People on our side are against us. I feel like we might have went a little overboard on the shrimp. No for thing. people's taste. We did. We might have got iodine poisoning. That's what happens. <laughs> we ate so many shrimp. Uh, I don't want to do a lot of shrimp talk now because it's going to be it's a coming. lot later. It's going to be a lot later. <laughs> it's going to be a lot. <laughs> uh, I'd say most people kind of played along and felt like it wasn't enough shrimp. There were some like, hey, <laughs> it was just an app or whatever. But anyway, I thought that would have been the end of the shrimp content. But I'd say most of the first half of this episode was deeply <laughs> rooted shrimp. in that yeah. conflict. <laughs> yep. Anything else before we get going? No, good episode. I'll say that. I enjoyed myself all the way through, start to finish. <laughs> uh, well, we're on track for like one of those seasons where there's no rose ceremonies to end episodes again. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that, obviously. <laughs> That's doesn't seem like it's slowing down anytime soon, but <laughs> Yeah, I like I like a couple of things that happened for sure. The rose ceremonies during this season especially have seemed like an afterthought. I don't even they're yeah, in the remember. weirdest spots of the episode. I don't care. It's not at the beginning of episodes it's or not at the, the end either. Yes, yeah. not at either. So I do, I really don't care about them. I have no idea what week we're on. It's weird. <laughs> don't care about the rose ceremonies right now. Once we get a little further I'll start caring, but right yeah. now they're—it's really no big deal. Morning at Bachelor Mansion. We're talking about Shanae. We're talking about Elizabeth. The house consensus, according to Jill, is that Shanae is irrational in targeting Elizabeth. There's some discussion. Maybe we should approach Clayton as a group, threaten to strike until the Shanae sanctions are lifted. <laughs> Very similar to the boys' unions of recent <laughs> this seasons. Is the first meeting of a potential union to see just rumble just you know just just test the water see how much how much how many people hey, can we get involved can, can, we, who, how can many, we get a majority do we can we get a majority do we have do we have the power it's not similar to this at all but i can't stop thinking about when michael hangs out with the guys in the in the warehouse in the office and they start mentioning a union but he, he wants so badly <laughs> yeah. to have this rapport with them he's like yeah for sure union <laughs> anyway 
Everyone's in the living room waiting for the cocktail party to start. This is kind of some polite airing of grievances. Shanae yeah. says, some of you guys don't even acknowledge me. Don't love that. But Clayton walks in. Says, we got to get to the bottom of this lingering feud before we get started. Anything on this before we get to the... Uh, no. Shanae, to the group, like you said, some of you don't acknowledge me. Uh, then one girl... This is classic villain stuff. One girl goes, so who specifically are you talking about? And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. About (laughs) something she just brought up. (laughs) No, I don't want want to talk about this. No, I'm not. I won't do it. Shanae and Elizabeth outside with Clayton. What'd you think about Clayton's rose tie? Uh, It it was fine. Design-wise or width-wise? Both of those. And then also... Where my head went was this man is a company man through and through. They oh, gave okay. him a bachelor brand tie, <laughs> and he's going to wear it. It probably is. Like There's wearing an NFL a, hat. A bachelor brand tie <laughs> set of ties coming. Fall on the shield. When I saw it, I thought uh, one thing I didn't mention when we were talking about fashion last week was tie width is always captured on the tie mm. width of the moment yeah. is always captured on this show. Are we getting bigger again? I don't think we'll ever be as big as we were, <laughs> tie width wise. Some of those ties got out of control. It's a waste of fabric. It's just bad business to include that much fabric. You don't need that much. But they're definitely this. The skinny, skinny is skinny's gone. Those days skinny's are dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Sinead Elizabeth, they're outside with Clayton. Make no mistake, this was about the shrimp event. A that few is people in the house tried to say exclusively what this is about. This integrity is being called into question based on the events of the shrimp event only. Yeah. Quick power rankings: the top four bachelor conflict buzzwords used by Shanae in one run-on sentence. <laughs> number four is lying. Mm-hmm. Number three is toxic. Sure. Number two is bullying. Hmm. That's, That's a, a big hot one. one right now. That's ha- very hot right now. And number one is fake. Fake is the Michael Jordan of Bachelor conflict buzzwords. <laughs> It'll never go off the top throne. It doesn't matter how far the the new ones come. Sure. So Elizabeth uh, asks Sinead to define, you know, enumerate specific an instance of bullying, a specific you. bullying thing. And Sinead brings up the shrimp situation. She says, you made shrimp, I ate it, then I made shrimp, you ignored me when I offered you that shrimp, nobody even looked at me. I'm pretty sure they took the shrimp, too. I feel like they took it also. One person took the shrimp, nobody else acknowledged her. Like, it was, Sinead came out and was like, hey, girls, I got shrimp. And then one girl was like, oh, thanks, girl, and took the shrimp. None of the other girls acknowledged her. None. A cursory viewing of this these last two episodes would have you believe that it's Shanae and everyone else feels the same way about Shanae uniform, but it's not the case. There's some crossover. Like Shanae even mentioned some There's people, some people are, they're not we, being loud about it. They're not, they're not being shown. I think it they, was, they're not being shown. Yeah. I forgot who it was, but Shanae mentioned we made shrimp. Her and someone else made that plate of shrimp. Mm. Like you just said, someone took the shrimp. Someone took the to shrimp and was nice shrimp. to her there. Yeah. So but there was uniform. a group. No, there's diff- there's sides here, but they're, yeah, they're making it seem like it's all against, boil it against down. Shanae. Sure. I'm going to say a lot of stuff that's going to be pro-Shanae this episode. I am too, and I'm very I'm concerned g- about my... I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm, I'm also concerned. But I have to... I'm just letting you know in advance, the way I saw it was leaning more towards Shanae, and I'll get to <laughs> I'll get to specific instances later. I've, I think we're going to... I don't know if I'm glad to hear that. 
but I'm, <laughs> yeah. it is comforting to know I'm not alone. I'll put You're this not way. alone. <laughs> after, I, after I did my notes and watched the episode and thought about it, I never do this, but... I, I wanted to get like a temperature of how people are feeling. And this is this is not a <laughs> an accurate go, like am I get basically it's a God, am I going to get, gonna, get in trouble tomorrow is how I look at some of it <laughs> with sometimes. my opinion with these notes that I got here yeah, am I going to be know. in trouble? I, I feel like this is contrarian. I feel like it is. But I went to some tweet about from I just clicked on a Clayton tweet sure. and read replies, which is something I never do because that's you spoilers don't want to get in there. Yeah, you don't want to get in those replies. Never. Everybody was like, can't believe you said uh, Sinead's the worst. That's how I got I a, think it's a universal. That's how I got spoiled on one season of The Challenge once was uh, clicked on a tweet and then just randomly someone had spoiled it in the comments with no likes. It's like, you're the worst scum of the earth if you're doing that type <laughs> of stuff. They're doing it specifically for it. people to just randomly see a spoiler. What, is, what joy do you get out of that? I don't get any joy from reading it. <laughs> I don't understand. I you don't know sp- that I even got spoiled, so you're just doing it out of pure evil. Oh, it was simply, it wasn't like a comment, a relevant comment. It had nothing that to do with it. It was just like, this is it the It was end. a challenge tweet, I guess. Oh, don't do yeah, that. But it that. wasn't, it, w- it had nothing to do with who would win, and then there, there it was. Yeah. We're way off track That's here. That's the type How- of stuff that happens, though. <laughs> Back on track. So Elizabeth says she wasn't outside when Shanae offered the shrimp. Quote, I was upstairs. After I ate, I went upstairs and showered. Lie detector test. Bring in the Bravo producers. <laughs> yeah, we need it. You were in the I hot need... tub when she offered the shrimp. This is when you bring out the Michael Jordan tablet and you hand her the tablet and yeah. you say, wait a second. <laughs> that is, is that it. you? It. Is that you? <laughs> you Here's need a tablet. Show, they need they a gotta tablet. have tablets. <laughs> they gotta have tablets to show this stuff. I want to see live reactions of them realizing they're caught. Yeah. In front of Clayton. I want Clayton to have one. Everyone get around this tablet. Hit play, Clayton. And then they all three of them watch it together and just watch things explode. That has to happen. Brilliant, I don't know why you AB. wouldn't right here. You have all three of them there. <laughs> it would have been explosive. <laughs> so Shanae was trying to establish Elizabeth is a liar. Or lied in an instance. I The term liar is thrown around too loosely for my liking. But Elizabeth One lied. lie doesn't equal a liar. No, and there's no there's no hard line. Now, how many lies does it take to no. equal a liar? No. Center the Tootsie Roll. What were you going to say? Sorry. <laughs> in this circumstance, based on what I know, Elizabeth lied. It seems... Shanae is right here. It seems to be that Elizabeth was untruthful about where she was when Shanae offered the truth. Maybe she forgot. Plausible deniability. Because if you ignore good enough, you won't even remember that. I don't forget when I'm in hot tubs. No. If you're like, AB, were you in a hot tub yesterday? I can remember every time I I've can ever remember been in a hot tub. that I was in a hot tub. Like months ago, if you asked me, did you go in a hot tub on that trip? It's either a yes or no, and I know for certain. You don't go in hot tubs. I can't remember if I was in a hot tub. <laughs> you don't go in hot tubs and not remember yourself going in the hot tub. So I find it hard to believe a few days earlier. She's forgetting that she was in a hot tub and there was shrimp around and I snubbed Shanae. I find that hard to believe. That's all. Elizabeth, That's all. Elizabeth is taking the high road in terms of temperament. No doubt there. She says, I've been nothing but kind and respectful to you. Well, uh, I think she's taking the road of, I don't even know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this was so, such a small thing. I don't even, I can't even, I don't know what we're doing here. Just playing that game. Meanwhile, Clayton, in between them, 
wondering, you know, what's become of his life? <laughs> Didn't expect to be moderating a debate about shrimp. And moderating is a generous word. He's not doing anything. He's just sitting there. So he walks away. Did, did Elizabeth say something about it? everyone needed to acknowledge her? Elizabeth or Shanae? Excuse me, Shanae. Shanae went out and was not acknowledged. That was the main thing. She mentioned that. Okay. But the, the sticking point became... Elizabeth saying, claiming she wasn't in the hot tub when she was. Yes. So okay. once Shanae had that information, she used that to say Elizabeth is a liar because she was incorrect. She's about definitely this. in the hot tub. Yeah. So Shanae asks Elizabeth, are you really going to act like you were in the hot tub? Mm -hmm. They did not show Elizabeth answering yes or no to that. Instead, she said, I don't like how aggressive are being things. Aggressive mm -hmm. would have made my power rankings. Aggressive is a good one. Yeah. That would have been low, but it would have made it if Shanae sure. said it. But anyway, so Elizabeth, Meredith Marks disengages. She says, I'm disengaging and walks away because I'm a lady. Ladies disengage, capital L. And Shanae says, a fake one. Elizabeth misheard this and walked in and declares to the room that I think Shanae just this called This was really fat. unfortunate. Yeah, um, uh, this was a miscommunication. This was a really unfortunate miscommunication because then she per she announced it to the group, and it's like, oh, now that now everyone's anti Shanae. There's no because when Shanae comes in the room with the, with the shrimp, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? Everyone in the room thinks Shanae just called Elizabeth fat. It's a hostile room anyway. Very but hostile. That just yes. multiplies it by ten. Yeah. That was a really unfortunate. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Elizabeth the benefit of the I doubt. Don't think she, yeah, she I think really she really did that, yeah. hear that. Yeah, uh, but it was a really unfortunate uh, misunderstanding there. That's a Yanni but Laurel. Fortunate for us. <laughs> that's a Yanni. That's a Yanni Laurel situation. I wasn't for sure until I rewatched it with headphones on and closed captions. Tell then you could have sold me if I didn't, you know, do yeah. the, my due I went diligence. back and listened. It was it was clear she did not say fat, but no. Also clear, Elizabeth heard her say that. That's what I she think heard. Because so. so. she's walking away. After the break, Elizabeth explains to the group what the disagreement is. This is for context. <laughs> I can't believe it. I don't really care about any of this. I can't believe how in-depth we're going. But this is for context of... if This needs to be broken down this like needs this. needs to be broken down a little bit. <laughs> this has to be this detailed. <laughs> Elizabeth explains what the group is. Or explains to the group what the disagreement is. Yes. It is who made what shrimp, when, and who offered it to whom, and where we were in when what it occurred. hopped up. In what hopped up. <laughs> yes. And she didn't say it explicitly, but Elizabeth seemed to imply that she had no idea Shanae made the second thing of shrimp, and in fact was not even there to witness it. Yep. That's how I took it. Okay. Anyway, they have a special you know table of hors d'oeuvres which i've never seen at a cocktail party before also well, they don't usually for show some reason they don't usually show the food to be fair but i promise you those shrimp were on aren't always on there no those are last minute those are <laughs> those are we gotta get shrimp on the menu tonight so shanae enters a room where everyone's waiting with a plate of shrimp what did you make of this conversation before it turned into a shouting match it was kind of between Genevieve and Shanae at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, Shanae walks in with the with the shrimp and she's offering it to everybody like she did with the other shrimp. Uh, <laughs> I don't think she offered anybody any of the shrimp, did she? At this time? Yeah, she was offering the shrimp. She's like, these are really good shrimp. Does anyone want any? 
It was good. Uh, things just got turned up a little bit between these two. Uh, Genevieve brought up the AD, ADHD outing by Shanae, which is two episodes ago at yeah, this I can't. point. That's too long ago. It's no doubt uh, Shanae in the wrong. Sure. For that entire. However, that is not what this particular not what we're talking about. thing is about. Everyone can agree that Shanae, the ADHD outing, she's wrong. Is wrong. Even her, even her mentor, who she has now surpassed, by the way. Well, I have a, I have a comparison Student becomes for the ages. The master. <laughs> <laughs> but even her mentor at the time threw her under the bus and she's was like, like you, "You, that was fucked up of you. I can't do that." <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about. Again, this is about the shrimp. This the is shrimp about the only. shrimp, shrimp, and shrimp only. This is. <laughs> where we operate you know it's tough for me to operate i would have liked pot. to hear more from the other people does anyone remember shanae bringing those shrimp out i know someone took those shrimp yeah. i remember it in my head <laughs> someone everyone else was still just talking acting like it wasn't happening and someone grabbed the shrimp and was like thanks girl and started eating the shrimp someone could have someone ate confirmed it <laughs> <laughs> well but we didn't see that this genevieve tried to make this not about the shrimp so shanae says something would you rather have a liar in the house? She's calling Elizabeth a mm-hmm. liar. And Jenny's yeah. like, why is Elizabeth a liar? Tell me why Elizabeth is the a shrimp. liar. So Shanae sets up the reveal by asking the question, do you guys remember when I brought out the shrimp? And then the, Genevieve says, enough with the shrimp. Yeah. This isn't about the shrimp. And I'm watching. I'm like, it Genevieve, is about the shrimp. This is all it's about. All about the shrimp. <laughs> That's all we're talking about. It's about the about. shrimp and the hot tub. So Sinead's going, was Elizabeth in the hot tub when I asked you about the shrimp? There's some back and forth about whether or not Elizabeth was in the hot tub. And Genevieve kept saying it didn't matter because it's just shrimp. It's a, In the grand scheme of things, what does shrimp matter? But that is all that matters right now is where Elizabeth <laughs> yes. was. The whole conflict is whether or not she was in the hot tub when the shrimp came out. Anyway. And then Jesse pops in and says, hey. This is obviously a cancel situation. It's a mu- shut the studio down. It's obvious. What are you going to have a cocktail party after this? No way. Let's just let's take care of this. I love. I mean, it's become one of my favorite things. Is Me shut too. The studio Every time down. I hear it now, I think about <laughs> shut the studio down. With with a long stretch, where I was like, you can't keep canceling cocktail parties, and no, now I only them, want keep cocktail parties to be canceled. Cancel the cocktail parties. <laughs> Uh, a couple notes here. Jill and Gabby are funny. They had a lot of good one-liners here, both Jill and Gabby. There's some theories about Gabby in the mailbag. Oh. About her future. But the cocktail party being canceled kind of throws everyone into disarray. Elizabeth is crying. She feels sick. People are going home without getting time. She said something to the camera that made it seem to me like she thought for sure she was getting a rose. What did she say? She said... um, she said, nobody deserves this. She's crying. Nobody deserves this. It's disgusting at this point. And to see some of my best, some of my best girlfriends, which I want to stop you right there. Yeah, she I wrote said, that as well. She said some of <laughs> your best early. girlfriends. I think she little, said ever, too. She was like, of all time. She said, time. in the world. She <laughs> said, world? Some, of my best, some of my best girlfriends in the world be so torn apart, apart and like leave and have given up so much to be here. It's like, now that I know what happened, I, she seemed pretty confident there that she was getting a rose, right? Oh, you're saying she was sad about other people leaving more uh, than the possibility about, of her leaving. I don't think she thought she was leaving at all. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. She lost uh, me there with the best friends. Thing. The, the, the best friends absolutely lost me. Hey, listen, let me let me <laughs> counterpoint. These people do kind of 
these contestants go on these show and they really are friends for life, even though it's only been that's like, true. Whatever, that's a nine good point. days. It happens over and over again. These people now, maybe it's for clout going on Instagram. They want to feel like they build the that bond going. after though, when they Probably. start, you know, when they're in the house, I'm sure they're friends right now, but you're, that's not your best friend yet. Four days later, when you've both become influencers or in our, promoting the same stuff you're showing the same you're showing up at the same events and all this other stuff that's how i can see you being best friends i'm not arguing that you can't be best friends (laughs) with someone on your show i think that happens often Mm -hmm. but right now in this scenario these aren't some of your best friends roses the rose ceremony don't care marlene (laughs) (laughs) simply put don't care about these rose ceremonies well, I mean, this was a this was a this surprising was a good one. one. The this end was surprising. <laughs> this was surprising. Marlena, Teddy, Rachel, Mara Marinera, Sierra, Susie, Jill, Serene, Genevieve, Hunter, Lindsay, Shanae. A lot of Shanae. comments. A lot of funny comments in here about I can't believe I'm gonna fucking go home because of these because of these shrimp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I had shanae as like the next person to go home after last week's episode i thought shanae was going home and i thought elizabeth elizabeth i had her like fifth or something yeah definitely in the second tier so this was a shocker this was a shocker on uh, multiple levels number Mm -hmm. one this conflict could continue for at least another episode and you could get a two-on-one out of this so i'm surprised the producers let him send her home Shocking in that sense. And then also I thought they I thought Elizabeth and Clayton had some sort of connection. I don't I know. Too. I thought the, I thought <laughs> I the same too. thing as you. Yeah, this was great. I thought for sure. I was very keep surprised. Them both, maybe keep them both. send I thought they keep them both. This was the third possibility. Yeah. Just Shanae, not Elizabeth. I didn't think that was happening. Yeah. Here's my, here's my perception of the Shanae Elizabeth feud. There's going to be a lot of listeners who think I'm, I'm pro Shanae. Shanae did nothing wrong. Broadly, Shanae is the worst offender if you want to put it that way. And it's definitely understandable by why most people in the house want to see her leave and why they're sympathetic towards Elizabeth. Elizabeth appears to be far more respectful interpersonally than Shanae is. And the ADHD thing, that's a that's a red line that Shanae crossed a couple of weeks ago. But this debate about the shrimp, as we discussed, has a lot of gray area. I don't know why Elizabeth didn't just admit to being in the hot tub. It's not as if that would have hurt her case with Clayton, who, by the way, was not listening (laughs) and was not paying attention to anything that was being said. So I don't know why she didn't just say, like, yeah, I was in the hot tub and we didn't want to talk to you. And that's kind of then that's it. Then Shanae has no ammo to say Elizabeth is a liar. I'm not looking at the ADHD stuff at all. In fact, I it's hadn't thought this about debate. this until you brought it up. I forgot that happened. I'm talking about this specific shrimp gate. This this yeah. event is what I'm talking about. I think Elizabeth, at least from what we were given, was in the wrong. And I thought she came off shady and like in front of Clayton acting a certain way. I do think she tried to, it felt like everyone against Sinead to me, which is mm. a form of bullying. I don't, ooh, I'm, hey, I'm not ooh. saying she's a bully. <laughs> hey, again. But to me, it felt like they'd come back, like they'd get in an argument one-on-one and then Elizabeth would come back and rile up the girls with a usually Jeez. a lie. And then everyone would stay, would get even more mad at Sinead based on... Sinead didn't tell any lies. She was telling the truth about all this from what I could understand. She's kind of rude about it. 
She's very she's off putting with how she brings yes. how she handles yes. conflict. There's no doubt about that about Shanae. I don't think you can completely eliminate the other things outside the shrimp debate because that contributes to how everyone in the house is feeling about her for the most part. That's it's just that's a good point. Yeah. I get why they want Shanae out. I do get it. I think Clayton probably is getting a lot of grief. I made the mistake of reading replies to his tweet, like I said. So everyone's upset that he sent Shanae, that he sent Elizabeth home and not Shanae. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know a lot of the stuff that goes on. He doesn't see it. No. It happens. Leads do this. They get they get blinded. <laughs> anyway, I don't care that much. It's I'm kind of yeah. glad. I wish Elizabeth was staying because I wish that, we could get yeah. some more. There's more meat on that bone. Agreed. But Shanae, we might Shanae appears to be going far. We might have our first villain, real person who relishes. Oh, well, being Corinne. disliked, going a real long way, Don't but in a long Corinne. time. Yeah, since Corinne. Since Corinne. Yeah. All right, that was exhaustive and too long. And <laughs> anyway, the next day, Genevieve and Gabby—they're reckoning with the fact that they have to continue living with Shanae. I Both wrote here Gab- just one more thing about that Elizabeth yeah. thing. Why not? <laughs> Live note. OMFG. He sent Elizabeth home. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. My goodness, that's funny. This keeps our Peter wishes for Clayton alive. Absolutely. That's in terms of making bad decisions. And what stuff that'll rile up the house, especially. That's what Peter, that's what made Peter great. He'll do something. (laughs) He'll do something. He doesn't care. If you have (laughs) 20 people in the house and his decision is going to make one person happy, but 19 people furious. And ready to go home, he'll do it without even thinking about those nights. Well, that's the key. He didn't know that's that what Clayton. <laughs> that's yeah. what Clayton gives her here. <laughs> In the group, Shanae says, "Weight's been lifted off my shoulders." No one responds. This is a classic editing tactic. The lone wolf contestant will say something like <laughs> yeah. loudly and proudly, but mildly controversial, and then they don't show anybody responding. <laughs> There's no date today, Jesse says. Here in Los Angeles. Wow. We're going on a worldwide international journey. Starting with Houston. Ram, I'm gonna need you, <laughs> Jesse. I'm not I'm gonna need you not to say worldwide international journey for love, and then we're going to Houston. I really do. I would agree. <laughs> I'm gonna need you not to say that. That gets my hopes up, and then we're going to Houston. We're hopping in like a charter bus down to Houston. I thought we were going to Geneva. Yeah. Or Macau. <laughs> You could have saved that speech for after we're leaving Houston to go somewhere better. Nothing wrong with Houston. Hey, nothing wrong with... I'm sure... I got no issues with Houston. I'm just saying I expected international like he's told me. (laughs) That's all. That's all. Houston. They're there. Lindsay's from Houston. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Lindsay W. There's only one Lindsay left. Okay. Don't confuse me by throwing in a surname <laughs> okay. initial. Clayton was shocked to see his old friend, legitimately shocked to see his friend. Clayton? Clayton. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the friend's name. What's the friend's name? The friend's name is Clarence. Here are my Clarence power rankings. Number one is Clarence Weatherspoon, former Philadelphia mm. 76er. I feel like I've done Clarence power rankings before, honestly. <laughs> On this show, <laughs> it's not the first is time I it? mentioned Clarence. Is that the only person? Uh, no, number two is Clarence from Eight Mile. Okay, see, played by Anthony Mackey. <laughs> okay, my and note here is in that vein. I said the only black Clarence I know is the Clarence from Eight Mile. That's what I wrote here. I forgot about Clarence Weatherspoon. 
<laughs> Who's the third? Clarence. Clayton's friend Clarence. Oh. <laughs> so Clarence, Clarence, the Clayton, Clarence from 8 Mile. Yeah. And Clarence Weatherspoon. And the, yes. You know. <laughs> Those are the Clarences. Uh, anyway, they met at Mizzou. Both played football. Clarence is a dad and he's married. Says marriage, another beast, man. It's the real deal. Clayton says, "Yeah, whatever. I'll do, I'll still get engaged. <laughs> I don't care." A lot of filler footage. Just dump to the date card. Shout out, AB says the date card. You called this, Rachel. Mm-hmm. You had her number three last week. Yeah. Despite the fact that we didn't know who she was. Yeah. Leads me to believe you might have read a couple things. <laughs> I did not read any spoilers. I didn't see any video of what's coming up next. I just a got a vibe from them together. Well, I got that vibe too. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything else to say about this before we get to the date? Uh, about Clarence and Clayton? No. Oh, do <laughs> you don't. have anything? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't have anything about these two. <laughs> They're playing ball. <laughs> Rachel date. Daytime. Maybe the earliest leg wrap I think we've ever seen. This leg wrap and make out made me feel like these two knew each other before this show started. It didn't seem like a first date. Or they just haven't shown us their connection fully. This was an early leg wrap. You're right. In make out. This is, that's how usually they act. After they've, you know, the date after they've met, they've met each other's parents, families. yeah, and then they have another date before the engagement. This is the leg wrap makeout that happens there and only there. I agree. You might have a leg wrap earlier, but you're not gonna have a leg wrap makeout in his arms. Where do Extend- they go from here? Extended. Where do they go from here in terms of <laughs> physical touch upon introduction? Yeah, <laughs> there's nowhere else to go. These two are. <laughs> Clayton says, when I'm with Rachel, everything else seems to vanish. Hmm. They ride horses, just relaxing until they come upon a park with a bunch of dudes grilling food. Yes. The way these, I wrote here, the way these two are looking at each other, what the fuck is going on? Are you, are you implying that we're legitimately missing some details about- I don't know what's going on. The way they're looking at each other, Rip. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't, I haven't seen this before. I think she's I got him. I am implying that, yes. <laughs> I think she's got him <laughs> eaten out of the palm of her hand. Why, though? They haven't. This is the know. first time we've seen. On a string. I mean, I had her in my power rankings based on one conversation we saw, but it, I wouldn't have expected this. It wasn't just a conversation, though. It was, it was the legs interlocking as well. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I found this extremely weird <laughs> <laughs> to just hang out with another group of people your age. <laughs> Not famous, just and a, not old. Just another family. The only two types of people that are guests on The Bachelor in this way are celebrities. Old people. And old people. Old married 30, couples. 40 plus years of marriage. Oh, that can 60. speak to it. What is this random barbecue family doing to tell you about married. Love. I don't know anything about them. I <laughs> don't know anything. <laughs> I assume maybe some of them are married, but really, they're just barbecue kings and queens. Want <laughs> <laughs> to hang out? <laughs> uh, so we got Clay, We got this this stranger asking Clayton, are you ready to settle down? <laughs> yeah, he's the bachelor. Of course he's not ready yeah. to settle down. <laughs> <laughs> Then Clayton gives a little speech after they eat, thanking this group of strangers. 
Not much. Just a weird. Just a just weird, weird. date. You're not wrong. It's weird. It's weird. This is weird. <laughs> and they go up by the pond. Their relationship has progressed so fast that um, they zoom past last names. Fly right by them. Not a ton of conversational substance here, AB. What did you think about the interaction, though? These two are cute together, Rim. And she does this thing. It's an interesting move that I've never seen before. It's a whisper. She whispers so the, the audio, it can, yeah. you can barely even fucking just pick it up. Out. And it makes it feel like it's just Rachel and Clayton there. Okay? She does it often. And it's good. I've never seen anything like it. She was whispering, touching his earlobe. The way Let's they were looking at each other? Either. Let's ne- they have never a- overlook an earlobe touch. Never. Won't find me doing it. They have a cuddle <laughs> connection and a make-out mastery. This is all I needed to see. Rachel's a lock for the top three. I did not intend for that to be a poem, yeah. but it was. Rachel's a lock for a top three. Period. She's a lock, and if she's not number this is one on I your power rankings, you're wrong right now. I think I might be wrong. Well, stay tuned, but okay, she's a lock for the top three. Clayton seemed what is he gonna send like her a home? better bachelor around her too. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I by thought that? he was better, just more enjoyable. Goofy Clayton, yeah, fun. They're good together. Cute. These two are cute. Yeah, they're cute. They're cute. Are you kidding me? Back at the house. Just a date card. Everyone but Serene. I miss this. It's everyone but Serene. Everyone and everyone but was mad. Everyone was talking about how they don't want Shanae on the group date because she's going to ruin things. No, but so then what, she you want to have a on one-on-one date? Yeah, I don't Would you understand. rather have that? Yeah, what do you want? She's got to be on the group date. <laughs> so 13 people on that group date. Anything else there? No, it's a fair concern, though. Sinead has ruined a lot of group dates already in the short, short season. So it's what she's best at. <laughs> Rachel date, nighttime, some barn. I didn't like this. This was a silly delivery by Clayton. Where he was like, there's one oh, thing yeah. I wanted to bring up, and they made it seem like, oh. Uh, some sort of some concern. Serious. Yeah. No. It was just, they were kind of no. forced to present it that way because of how he delivered it. He wonders how she's here, how she's not already a wife. Yeah. I mean, because you are so great. And she says, actually, I've been thinking about that. <laughs> I've got it all going on. And then she goes into her, when she was a kid, she always knew she wanted to be a pilot. She started that sense with, I don't want to scare you away. I'm not sure why that would, your your desire to be a pilot would scare Maybe because she's married to the game, the pilot game. You know, you'll always come second. (laughs) Skip Bayless. (laughs) She said she didn't have the best previous relationship. Her boyfriend would look at women who posted online whose husbands traveled and cheated. Mm. So he thought she must be up to the same. She's going to be traveling a lot. She must be cheating. She must be cheating. She had no support from him. She wants to be a family. She wants to have a family. And be a mom. Clayton says, I don't have any concerns. Rachel starts tearing up because Clayton doesn't think she'd cheat on him because of her chosen profession. Could possibly (laughs) lend itself to that. (laughs) And she says, thank you. You spoke everything I need to hear. You got it. (laughs) She's crying. They kiss. These two kiss like 
wildfire. I don't know. A hot, something hot and rapidly <laughs> expanding. <laughs> Anything else on this? Completely out of control fire. <laughs> it's, there's nothing you can do to stop this. <laughs> nothing a person can do here to stop this wildfire. The only way to stop these two when they're making out is to pour water on them from a helicopter. That's it. <laughs> yes. The only exactly. way you're slowing this down. It probably won't work. No, no. They think, depending on the water temperature, might make it worse. <laughs> but these two. <laughs> Clayton's got one more surprise. The best surprise ever. I thought your surprises so far have sucked, Clayton. All we did was talk with a family that I don't care about and will never see again. Well, to his credit, he's not hyping these surprises up. Okay. Okay. This was a quote from... Rachel, this was oh. the best surprise ever, seeing Restless Road. Gotcha. The song's about growing old with UAB, raising some kids with our last name. This is just generic. I got nothing to say about Restless Road, Rem. I don't know who they are. Uh, they finished fourth on X Factor in 2013. Okay, that's my show. That's what I thought. That's, the year shocks me. I thought these... I thought this was a high school aged. Yeah, this, I thought this was a high school aged band. The hot new thing, Restless Road. I feel like I watched that season. I don't know for sure. I think I've watched all the seasons. I assume I saw these guys. If I were in the room, I'd have gone, (laughs) buzz them out of there. (laughs) I like like X Factor. Uh, Same year as Kane Brown, whom they're associated with, according to Wikipedia. Was Kane Brown on X Factor? Apparently. Okay, I must have missed this season. I must have missed this entire season then. Cheated in the land. I know Kane Brown. <laughs> People acting like I don't know Kane Brown. I hear you. <laughs> I do. You think Rim doesn't know Kane Brown? I got, crazy. I, got my, I got my toes dipped in all sorts of. <laughs> <laughs> the Bachelor's hottest new trend is called Rose Delivery in Front of a Musical Performance. It's weird. We're, it's weird. It's very weird. I don't understand it. Just do it before you go in the room. <laughs> Just do it before, and then you can enjoy the rest. We know they're getting. If you take them to the surprise room, we know they're getting the rose. You know what, Rim? Though this might—I just had this thought. This might set up later in the season. He has a one-on-one with someone he doesn't, he isn't feeling it with. He brings them up in front of, uh, freaking. Give me a name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of an obscure. I'm trying to think of a made-up one that could possibly be true. Well, Tenniel Arts, the legendary Tenniel Arts. (laughs) It has to be. So he brings them in front of Tenniel Arts and then dumps them. And then Clayton's, uh, the, the the girl walks out and Clayton's just standing there and they're having to play in front of just Clayton. That's the moment. (laughs) That's the moment we're doing this for. And it'll be worth it. All this awkwardness will be worth it. We have had instances where the lead doesn't give the one-on-one a rose. Oh, yeah. Fireworks? And then goes to the fireworks and yeah. sadly watches the fireworks. I That's can't recall if something if they go in and listen to a concert. I don't remember that ever happening, but okay. it's setting it up. To. And that visual is why they're doing this. And I'm sure it happens later now that we've thought about it. Oh, I think that's fanciful. <laughs> At the end, Clayton allegedly whispers... <laughs> I will never dim your light. Now, I, I think waffled he, when he said that. I will never dim your light. <laughs> whoa, dude. Whoa, dude. <laughs> he had this big, goofy Clayton smile on his face because he knew he killed it. 
I think he said it. Okay, you're casting but, a lot of doubt on it. But they made him re-record it. The audio was too clear. Mm-hmm. Way too clear. Yeah. It sounded like this. I will never dim your light. <laughs> Mike's didn't pick it up like that. No. Come on. Listen, he knew he slam dunked that line, though. That was a good line. I don't care. I'll never dim your light. Her light was dimmed it by a previous relationship, and now he's not here to do that. <laughs> He's going to turn her light into a bonfire through emotional support. (laughs) Back at the house. Cassidy is Drew Bledsoe and Shanae is Tom Brady. Cassidy was eliminated from the season due to a freak accident. Wow. The discovery of her ongoing relationship. That came out of nowhere. Couldn't have predicted that. Could not be predicted. She was on track to have a good season. Drew Bledsoe was there. The Patriots were going to be good that year. Absolutely. And now Shanae replaced her and is entrenched for the long haul. As one of the goats. One of the goat villains. (laughs) She might win the Super Bowl. Good comparison. What'd you make of Genevieve and Sierra talking? Are they all in the same room? What, What is this? A suite? What are they? What's going on here? This is a suite. They're in the common area. Shanae's listening through the walls. They're talking about, we got to get Shanae up out of here. Clayton needs to know. It seemed like another meeting of the union. Yeah, the getting officers. on the same page. But I would have, me personally, I would have went into a separate room instead of the main room. What do you think of Genevieve, who we both marked as a dark horse? Early, I I feel like she's way too mixed up in. There are multiple people that are entirely too mixed up in this situation, too focused on it. I think Genevieve's. Genevieve's one. Sierra's obviously one, and there might be a couple more. They're just too involved in this. Sometimes you just gotta. I don't care how much they wronged the group, you just gotta let it go. It doesn't and matter if you're on the right side. It, it doesn't matter. Once you're They're too on deep, the right side, but it doesn't matter. If you're too deep in the mud and you keep slinging that mud, it all, it's all mixed up. I don't even know what the right side is anymore. But I know you're not going to win. So I'm the, I just I bring that up to say we were high on Genevieve. Her enthusiastic participation in this drama I think will hinder her chances at Agreed. getting to the final four as I predicted early. Agreed. Anyway, Shanae overhears this discussion, also allegedly Listen, this is playing ball. She pretended to be asleep on top of the covers and then held her ear up to the wall as if that makes it easier to hear what's going on in the other room. Just open the door. Open the door, crack. Crack the door. <laughs> Go to the door. There's no insulation on the door. It'd probably be easier over by there. I think so. That's playing ball. Getting that visual. And then Sierra said something about Shanae being a copperhead and that she's going to get her with a shovel. Everyone knows that's how you take out a copperhead. <laughs> Anything else from this? No, no. Interaction? Nope. Let's take a quick break. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Group date, daytime. What'd you make of the tailgating setup? I was confused about the car. I want to know more about it. I'm excited. I like Is it a product. tailgate specific car? No, it's just an electric vehicle. And but you can I charge stuff it has with some, it? Yeah, some solar element where you can but plug was stuff the, in. What It seemed like the grill was like specifically made for that car. I they feel did like talk about the grill. They were like using that. some sort of thing that I've never seen to charge. And then they stuck that into the grill. So do you need specific? What was this brand? Hyundai. Yeah, but what was the name of the car? Ionic or something? Yes, yes. So were the, do, you, do you need to buy an Ionic and then have to buy specific grills and other items? I would be it shocked like, if it came with that. You think it comes with the grill? I think it's possible. I'm not that confident in that. <laughs> I get but. nervous when you change up the the power situation where only one thing will charge something. I don't know. I need to you know don't more. like dealing with adapters. I don't want to deal with adapters. I was intrigued by this. I was intrigued. I was, I was too. Obviously, I was intrigued. They were using it looked like a fucking space. It looked like yeah. they were using it was incredible. I just needed to know more. I, so well, they probably did their job. The Yes. Promotion. Well, I'm, job. I'm gonna go look shit at, on I'm gonna look like it this? up. No, I wanna learn more about this vehicle. <laughs> they're drinking beers, more beers. Two dates, two beers. Mm-hmm. So they're everybody's eating, having a good time for maybe, I don't know, five minutes. They're, they probably did this for five minutes until yeah. two football guys showed up. Jonathan Grenard and Kamu Gruger Hill, two Houston Texans, announced that they're here to play tackle football, real life, as always on this show. Winners go the after party, yeah, losers go home. Flag, come on. No. You got to fight for the lead's heart. (laughs) Before this even started, I knew how it would go. Well, you have an Olympian, and then you have a bunch of (laughs) non-Olympians. Not even close. An Olympian, I think she's a sprinter. She was a sprinter. You just give her the ball, and then she can run past everybody. (laughs) It's really not. Not rocket science here. Not rocket science here. That's just what's going to happen. Whoever's on her team is going to go to the nighttime. <laughs> this was this would this game would play out the exact same way if you played it one thousand times. Absolutely, There's no scenario where the non Marlena team was going to win. No, if anything, they were taking it easy. I think so too. 
She was letting other people score. She was letting she was letting other people have the ball. If she really wanted, she could just be quarterback every time and then just run past everybody. I think she did really want that. The way she was talking, she did. I think I feel like producers made maybe <laughs> yeah, you know, made them switch things up a bit occasionally. The shrimp ha- stampede versus the purple punishers. Boy, we're going long here today. The shrimp. Okay, okay. I didn't pur- even piece together. They had shrimp in the name of one of the teams. Purple punishers is not a good enough name. Shrimp Stampede's good. Of course. You can't have one name referencing something from the season, funny name, and then the other one is just the color of the team. You also can't have the jersey colors so similar, oh, Rim. Whose idea was that? It was dark purple and dark blue. When they showed people talking, you could not tell which team they were on. These games are always funny because not everyone is on the same page about how seriously to take it. I liked... I, did you like the the clip show of the previous bachelor bowls. I wanted to not like another bachelor tackle football game. I wanted to, but then they had that package. The package was good. And the package was the awesome. History of the sport. <laughs> the history of the bachelor bowl <laughs> with the bachelor, you know, in Roman numerals. Yep. And they had like the vignette effect and old timey colorized credit where credit is due. That was presented perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Also, Jesse Palmer here with Hannah Storm. This is an A plus, uh, A plus star pack, star power <laughs> duo, absolute star power uh, announcing crew. You could put put those two on a Sunday afternoon on any game, yeah, and I'd be satisfied with those two. And just this is literally Jesse's job. This yeah. is his day job, along with Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, about the game, Marlena. It was like that footage when Kurt, when Rich Eisen runs the 40 and they overlay it with the fastest guy at the <laughs> yeah. combine. And it's like, <laughs> it was like that. She's twice as fast. She's at least twice as fast as every single other person on this field. Not even close. A lot of pass interference going on, I noticed. A lot of turnovers. Well, there did not appear to be a ref. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I did not see a ref. So the two guys were- I think you're the right. The two Houston Texans- were the coaches of the two separate teams. Clayton was doing God knows what, and then we had Hannah and Jesse announcing. I don't think they had a rev. I don't think so either. Anything went. It seemed like there was a turnover on every possession, too. Well, they. I think they showed the blue team turning it over. They showed it happening three times in a, in row, a row, but they had to be from <laughs> yeah. different drives because it was just like, there they go, turn it over again. I'm like, how, are they still have, how do they have the ball to turn over? Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Marlena jacked up Shanae. Yep. To Shanae's credit, she kept getting up. What's that D-Wade thing? Fall down seven <laughs> times, get up. What Stand up the hell it is. Fall down. I think it was like fall down seven, get up eight or something eight, like that. Yeah, something, it didn't make sense. <laughs> didn't make sense, but that's what she does. Then the refs. Uh, so uh, Shanae scores twice, Sierra scores one, and then the refs just stop the game. Not Shanae. Marlena. Sierra and Marlena. Who yeah. did I say? Shanae. Mar- Marlena and Sierra yeah, yeah. scored touchdowns. Shrimp Stampede loses. Jill said, Shanae's on this team, the shrimp. So I'm wondering how they're going to get her in there, is what I wrote live. <laughs> I said, how are they going to get her in there? We kind of breezed by it, but Sierra and Shanae, there's a lot of extracurriculars going on on some of these plays, and after the plays, late hits, just hits in the middle of in the middle of a route uh, that wasn't called. <laughs> tackles. Just tackles. tackles. Uh, it, it got a little, little testy down there. Well, that's what happens when you play tackle football 
<laughs> with no ref. <laughs> with no ref, yeah. Group date, nighttime. Shanae's not there. It's going to go great. We got Sierra, Genevieve, Sarah, Marlena, Teddy, Susie, Mara Marinera. Wow. Anything here? No. Back at the house. No. <laughs> Know, making them wear the pads and the uniforms on the bus back to the hotel. <laughs> I like it. Why didn't man. they take the pads off at the stadium where they got them? I'm all for that kind of thing, but man, that that bus <laughs> had to tough. smell. That had to stink on the way back. It's tough, but it's it's needed for the the shot of them sitting on a couch with the people that are back at the house <laughs> talking about how they lost and they don't get to see Clayton tonight. It's worth it. We're in full eye black. Yeah, we're in full outfit, full pads. Back on the date, there was just, you know, wasn't a lot going on in these segments. Back on the date, Teddy's got a scraped knee, a bad one. Yeah. Uh, that's a, I, you got to have a bandaid on that. That's an open wound. I don't know why you would go without a bandaid and some neosporin on that. Neosporin? That's going to, that's going to scar. Oh, that, that scab's going to If you itch. don't get Neosporin and anti-scar cream on that ASAP, it's going to scar. But let why would you want it open? So it could get brushed up against things and hurt. Yeah. That seems when like the, a strange choice not to band it. Not, not, I would have I would have worn something that hides it, I, probably. But I think she was no, going... No, because you don't I think want to touch it. You don't want the dress... Unless you, well, you but got if you to put band the band-aid on it. On it. Yeah. yeah. But I think she wanted Clayton to see it. It was kind of a tactic by her. It's the only reason I could see. And it worked. It was good. Agreed. Uh, uh, serious talk. She's been having a hard time. It's a hard environment for mm-hmm. Teddy to be in, having to gain his love. Growing up, her parents separated a lot. Her dad was gone a lot. She felt like she had to gain that love from him. Yeah. The the time season, you got to maximize your time with him. Clayton's not a, technically around a lot with Teddy, so maybe it's similar. She's trying to learn how to not let her childhood affect how she is here with Clayton. Clayton says, yes, I was also on this show. <laughs> That's kind of what he said. That's what all leads say. They're like, yeah, I used to be a contestant too. He says, just be you. You being you is what I like. And I think that was a good enough response from Clayton. Yeah, I like this conversation. Teddy, just be you, Teddy. And I, I like hanging out with you. That's yeah, all. That's fair. I like Teddy. I like Teddy. Clayton likes Teddy. They kiss. Mm-hmm. He almost brushes on her open wound. No, he kept it. He kept it. His sweet spot is right under the leg, halfway <laughs> up the femur. Kind of like if it, if legs were basketballs, he'd get called for carrying. <laughs> okay. Anything else there? That was a stretch, no, but I like these two. Back at the hotel, Sinead would kill to be on that date tonight. She doesn't trust that Genevieve and Sierra are going to be entirely truthful. They may or may not slander her character and be fake with Clayton. She needs to be there to monitor what those two are going to say. (laughs) Back on the date. Anything else there? No. Rules be damned. (laughs) Back on the date. Sarah tells Clayton that when he kept Shanae and not Elizabeth, the house was shocked. We believe if you had the full story... You wouldn't want someone like that to be your wife. Wow. I mean, at this point, Sierra's crossed the point, uh, the line of being a contender. 
in terms of being wrapped up in this. There, there's no reason to do this right here. Somebody does it if always. You're, if people do and it it's all never the time. Every single what you're year. Saying. No, I'm saying they get so people get so wrapped up in the drama. I don't know if it's the cameras or if they're trying to get part of the storyline where they lose track of that. This isn't going to work for me. It's going to work in terms of getting Shanae out, I assume. Eventually. Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> like, I don't think Shanae's going to win. And I could see her. This is this hurts Shanae being involved in this. So it For hurts sure. them. But they, they lose track of that this also hurts me. Mm. And I don't know if it's because she doesn't really feel it with Clayton or if she's just so wrapped up in it. I think that's usually what happens is they, they feel that they no longer have... They're, like na- they're probably they're probably not going probably to hometown, so they're yeah. just like I'll just I'll partic- I'll do this too, and I'll go out nobly by yeah. attempting to bring down the villain. That's and what, what this feels like to me. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, this is a perfect opportunity for all the women to get to know Clayton. They they're gonna have extended time with him. There's only five people here. Hmm. You can't have a better. You don't have a better group date opportunity than this. The small group date. To get time with Clayton, and you're going to use it talking about Shanae. That seems like a huge mistake. People whip each other up into frenzies. These I know. Unions. I'm saying she's crossed the line <laughs> of no return. You can't come back from that now. Clayton uh, is kind of tired about hearing about Shanae. So when yeah. Sierra brings it up, he's he's like, well, what about the tackles? He tries to like steer it. Yeah. Kind of that's involving Shanae, but it's also about the date. Maybe they can jump off from there. And Sierra plays along from it. And then eventually she's like, no, but for real, she no, sucks and she's tricking real. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Genevieve brings her up too. Clayton says he was shocked to hear the talk about Shanae. Are you really shocked? Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> Are you sh- you're shocked? I mean, they were. He must have thought getting they rid were of tackling Elizabeth. each other for no reason. Obviously, there's some conflict there, Clayton. Well, that's just football, AB. He must have. <laughs> he must have thought that once he got rid of Elizabeth, if Elizabeth it and Shanae making... are two heads of the same snake, and you cut one off, like it's just a there's I just one know. snake, <laughs> no issue. That made no sense. <laughs> No you know what I mean? Like, I mean, no it, sense. There's still a snake there, Rim. He thought, yeah, that was terrible. That was one of my worst. But he must have thought that sending Elizabeth home, Elizabeth was the only one who really had a feud it. with Shanae. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't I, realize everyone else hated Shanae, too. Yeah. Anyway, Shanae arrives. Well, first, Genevieve talks about him, too, which is alarming. Like you said, I think you mm. mentioned that earlier as well. But that is not good news and she will be falling for my power rankings if she was on it i don't remember oh yeah she yeah okay yeah there was a lot of movement in the tears this week mm-hmm. oh you're doing arrives. tears tears is here to stay uh, maybe not that <laughs> i not that i say every episode but sure shanae was in the bottom tier genevieve and elizabeth were in the second tier i like tears it's a fun way to Period. think about It's a fun way to categorize. <laughs> There's nothing else to say. I like tears. Anyway, Shanae <laughs> arrives. She shows up. I think Clayton was talking with Sarah, I believe, a former one-on-one date recipient. Yes, you're correct. He goes, didn't your ass lose the game? Aren't you breaking the rules right now? She goes, no. Clayton <laughs> can't even imagine someone. Be- Clayton's such a rule follower. He can't even imagine someone would be breaking the rules. <laughs> he has a lot of respect for the concept of winning and losing. <laughs> the stakes were set. You don't get to go to the bowl game. (laughs) He almost said, how'd you get here? It's like, I don't know. The producers brought her here, pal. (laughs) 
Sarah returns and tells everyone what's going on. Sarah also mentioned that she felt like Clayton was excited to see her. I don't think Sarah feels it with Clayton. And I think it goes back to what she said on that date where she was like, you know, I hope you find what you're looking for on the date that was successful. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't think Sarah's there. Clayton and Shanae. What did you make of this? He doesn't know why the feuds are still happening. Why are they still talking about you, Shanae? She talks about how she's being treated by the girls in the house again. And then she she mentions overhearing Sierra that morning and that Sierra is two-faced. Hmm. So she's she's putting a little doubt in Clayton's head about everything she he's going to hear, basically jumping out in front of it. Yeah. And somehow it works. I don't it trans <laughs> it moves to them kissing. I I don't know. It works. I think Clayton likes her. Well, and he seemed to be enamored with the dress as well. I think that's a factor you can't overlook. Yeah, with Clayton. Say what you want about Shanae. She does a great job of getting time with Clayton, no matter what the scenario. She's not on a group date. She'll get some time. Mm. Group date, she gets loads of time. Remember, was she the one? No, she's not. I get her and Cassidy mixed up by the pool. Remember when she got all that time at the pool? (laughs) That was was Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. (laughs) I I will say this about perhaps why Clayton is more inclined to believe Shanae's side of the story, if you will. Genevieve and Sierra, and probably a few others, have articulated their feelings about Shanae, Mm -hmm. and they're kind of more broad. We don't like her. She's this type of person, that type of person. A few instances specific, but mostly just like, this is how we feel about her. Even though it's more people who feel negatively about her than feel positively. It's just that. And then Shanae comes in with specific instances of what certain people did to her mm-hmm. that day and paints that in a way that's like, I'm being targeted by a group. I think it's not a right or wrong thing. I think that's a more effective way of presenting the feud if her goal, and it was, is to convince Clayton that she's in the right. So I think that's an explanation for why he is inclined to believe Shanae. Also sprinkle in the fact and that I think he, he likes, her, likes he's, her. He's spent a lot of time with her. They've made out a yeah. bunch. Exactly. So I'm not saying like uh, Shanae's right. No. Or that the other people are wrong for not liking Shanae. There's a reason why most of them don't. But I think her presenting that to Clayton just worked. Yeah. It worked. Agreed. And now we're in for a hell, we may be in for a hell of a season if she sticks around <laughs> long term. <laughs> Agreed. But yeah, they made out. Crazy. When he lifted her up on the bar, whoa, buddy, that that's <laughs> oh, that's the Peter move of the season so far. <laughs> I couldn't believe they kissed. Kissed at all? Let alone the bar makeout. The bar makeout's a bridge too far. <laughs> Dude, that's going to get, that's going to home and come back to haunt you. <laughs> she goes back to the group she says, keep, Genevieve and Sierra, keep my name this is out a your great fucking move. mouth. <laughs> and then she takes the trophy, throws in the bushes. The women were too stunned to speak. <laughs> they didn't even say anything. They're like, oh my God. She's keep got my fucking own. name out of your mouth. <laughs> she came out of there like a bat out of hell. She was ro- she was riding high off of getting thrown, getting lifted up onto that bar. I don't think she even expected that type of reciprocation <laughs> yeah, from like, Clayton. So she was riding high. She can do anything. She and probably she thought, did. I thought she was going to leave without I having thought, to go I mean, back to them. I that would be the sane thing to do is yeah. just leave. 
But instead, she storms in there She's and got the yells Mario at them star right and now. throws the trophy. She feels so invincible. Invincible. She knows what are they going to do? They're going to tattle on me again. They won't. He won't believe. It him. doesn't matter. He doesn't believe him. <laughs> She's invincible right now. <laughs> Crazy. Let's do power rankings. What do you say? Sounds good to me. This is after week four. I'm going with number four, Susie. Last week's number four was Eliza in mine. Eliza had zero screen time tonight. And yeah, there's you two, gotta go. There's two new people in this. Sure. Two people forced away. And number three is Shanae. Wow. I think Shanae makes top three. If you're asking me right now, a hometown. I think Shanae gets a hometown. That's how confident I am in her staying power. Wow. Who's going to take her down? What is going to convince Clayton <laughs> to send her home? These girls, these women off one at a time. Yeah. Bow, She's bow, got bow. his ear, as they say. But not quite as much as Rachel, who literally has his ear. Lobe. In her mouth. That's number two. <laughs> yeah, in her mouth. That's number two. <laughs> it's one of all time segues. <laughs> Rachel's number two in my power rankings, leaving Teddy at number one. Oh, wow, Teddy. It's duration. Still. It's duration. I'm not gonna don't. I'm not gonna get tricked by the flavor of the week here. <laughs> Rachel jumped up huge, no doubt. But Teddy had time. Well, okay, okay. I, I me personally, I couldn't see the connection that Rachel and him have had. Yeah, uh, and it's there. Not have my power rankings reflect that. I just couldn't. That couldn't be me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got four. Shanae. Four Shanae, here to stay. Three, Teddy. I think she's... That's actually up one. You had her four last week. (laughs) Well, yeah, I had people drop out. Two, uh, Serene, who will be getting a one-on-one next Uh, week. I forgot about that. I was going to ask, what is that about? I forgot about that. She has a one-on-one coming up. Then we're going to get a mid-episode rose ceremony. Mid-episode rose ceremony. <laughs> we're never getting back on track unless they do like a three-hour episode, which I pray don't they don't do. Don't even speak that into existence. Which I pray they don't do. Okay. Serene's going to have the one-on-one after all the mess is going on. Someone mm. just threw a trophy into the... It's childish what's going on on this group date. Serene's going to trophy up, distract him from the chaos. Serene's going to be that... It's going to be Serene. Yeah. The adjective. Exactly. That's why she's number two. She was already on my list, I think, last week. Yeah, she was two last week. Okay, so she yeah, so she's still there. She's getting a one on one. Number one, Rachel. Love it. Those two are in love. Not saying she's gonna win. I'm just saying right now they're those two are in love. So do what you want with that. <laughs> okay. They're in love. Those are power rankings. <laughs> Let's jump to the mailbag next. Last week's question was, how much shrimp? No. <laughs> and also, who are your favorites? There's a huge response to the mailbag, as we mentioned. A lot of first-time texters. Thank you to everyone who texted in. This is from Melissa. The amount of shrimp depends on the type and intent of the meal, but what was cooked was in no way enough. If it's mealtime, you need a minimum of eight per person with a side or in a salad or a pasta. If this is an app, at least six per person. However, those looked like pretty wimpy shrimp. These weren't some typical appetizer shrimp like coconut or tempura or those giant gulf ones. These were clearly shrimp you throw in a salad, stir fry, or a pasta. 
You need a minimum of eight per person, preferably 10. I've never felt compelled enough to write in before, but thank you for asking this important question. We got a lot of that. A lot of texts were like, I've never, I had to comment. I gotta say something. Someone has to speak out on this. (laughs) Thank you, Melissa. 410 area code. Depends on the kind of shrimp. Jumbo butterfly? Question mark. But let's pretend we're talking normal average shrimp. If I were a contestant, I'd consider anyone with shellfish allergies, then make a small plate amount or appetizer size or kids meal size for each eating lady. It's a great low-carb food. Then slather them in butter and garlic, Elizabeth style. Each person should get seven. 15 times seven is 105. I'd make 105 shrimp. Remember, I'm from Maryland, and shrimp is a big deal here. Need Old Bay on them. Any leftovers get cut up, mixed with crab meat, stuff that in a split chicken breast, and make chicken Chesapeake. You better believe them ladies would be. You better believe them ladies would be crying when I didn't get a rose at the rose ceremony. Thank you, 410 area code. Amy from Delaware. <laughs> At first, I thought the shrimp were supposed to be a snack, which would mean each person would get three to four shrimp and then have a meal later. The fact that Elizabeth said this was supposed to be lunch is unacceptable three exclamation points. <laughs> At minimum, each person should get six shrimp, assuming additional sides would be provided. Yep. I'm pretty sure my one-year-old could eat as many shrimp as Sinead took. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, damn, your one-year-old the, puts damn, down yeah, on the shrimp. Put them shrimp away, boy. <laughs> <laughs> down damn, on the shrimp, boy. It took me a minute. I'm like, oh, my cow. goodness. The one-year-old. <laughs> can't even talk. Can you imagine the shrimp? one-year-old just pounding shrimp? Yeah, uh, that's like that Hezbollah kid. <laughs> <laughs> Favorites for this season include people who I think are on The Bachelor. This is confusing, so I'll say it again. Favorites for this season include people who I think are on The Bachelor but are actually on Joe Millionaire. Hopefully we can get past the Sinead okay. drama so we can get to the show some of these women and Clayton a little better. Thank you, Amy. 617 Area Code. I love the conversation on this week's podcast about the correct number of shrimp. My brother, cousins, and I have a years-long theory that we won't eat shrimp if there are only a few pieces left. We always say that no shrimp is better than just a few pieces. Once you start eating shrimp, you want at least 10 pieces. This is a continuing topic of conversation at family parties. Thank you, 617. I disagree. I mean, if someone offered me three, the last three stacks, barbecue stacks, I wouldn't say, oh, I need a whole can. It's a can or nothing for me. I'd eat the, I'd eat the fucking three stacks, buddy. I would eat the one, but it's inconsiderate. Consider- yeah, I think that's I, where, we know where you, you fall. Know, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I would rather have zero shrimp than one shrimp. Now, three shrimp? Give me the three. I'd take One the shrimp? Three. No. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> you want this last shrimp? You want this last shrimp? No. Where were the rest of them? This is from Rachel. The shrimp scampi at Cheesecake Factory comes with six shrimp. We can all agree that they are known for wildly huge portions. I'm not saying you guys are wrong, but it seems Cheesecake Factory is. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, tongue out, one eye closed, one eye wide emoji. I like that emoji. I think she thinks we're wrong. Suzanne from Montreal. Thank you, Rachel. No joke. If there are 20 people, I'm with you guys. I make 200 well, that's shrimp. that's with pasta. Hold, uh, back up. Back, <laughs> back, back the fuck up, Rim. Cheesecake Factory, it comes with some pasta, I assume. Yeah. Okay. I think there was some pasta here. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at the shrimp. I'm, look, I'm looking at this thing. There's a mound of pasta. Cheesecake Factory or the from the Cheesecake show? Factory. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cheesecake Factory comes six shrimp around... A mound of pasta. You're filled up by the pasta. I think a lot of people look at shrimp as like a one piece of a larger meal. 
We will, we're talking no, about like no, just no, no, no. shrimp as chips. I'll eat shrimp for any meal or any snack as long as there's enough. Suzanne from Montreal. No joke. If there are 20 people, I'm with you guys. I make 200 shrimp. 200, yeah. And even at 10 per person, I'm not convinced. So I make each- You bump it up. Person, two fish tacos. Suzanne's got a whole menu. <laughs> Where are you getting two the fish, fish tacos? tacos. And, a, and a lobster salad. <laughs> what? There might be vegetarian people, so I make sure I have buffet? tofu. So I make sure I have tofu on hand and ready to grill. But not everyone likes tofu, so I'll get corn on the cob. We'll need lots of those because the non-vegetarian might want some. So forty corn on the cob, <laughs> and I'll also estimate <laughs> okay. five beers. No, 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 and no. One you don't need one. two corn on the cobs per we're person. Even, we're even half down with going, this AB. You're going too far. And uh, five you're beers and one much. bottle of wine per person. One bottle of wine per person. This is <laughs> a rave. But the, the cops are coming. They were to having this party. fun. <laughs> if you remember back a week ago, they were having fun. But then there is white and red, so who knows what the people prefer. So I get 15 red and 15 white. Money is no object to Suzanne for this party. <laughs> also, let's make sure that the hard liquor cabinet is full for the real ones. Importantly, some people <laughs> might have to ones. drive home. So I need coffee to give them a kick. Or tea, because you know, tea drinkers. Well, now we've gone off the rail. We're talking I about know. driving home. We're not even talking the about thing. the Bachelor Nation anymore, Rim. <laughs> We're talking about in the ba- Bachelor this Mansion. No one's like driving anywhere. Mocktails are an option, and snacks for the evening are a must. You're talking Final- about catering a party, is what? Who is this? Brittany? Did you say Brittany? <laughs> Suzanne. <laughs> Suzanne. Finally, uh, I'll make sure I have bread, milk, and all the ingredients to make pancakes in the morning, because that will be fun. <laughs> and this is how you, And this is how you, quote, make lunch for everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Suzanne. This started out as an innocent lunch to a <laughs> fancy dinner party in a in a morning after. <laughs> three three zero one area code. I agree that the amount Elizabeth Cook was not enough, and she should not have offered shrimp to everyone. Maybe just one other person by your standards for number of shrimp per person. However, it was just rude of Shanae to take so much, not even leaving enough for Elizabeth herself. Was there not other food for her to eat? Clearly there was because she made more shrimp later. I just think she used it as a way to be vindictive to Elizabeth again. Thank you, 301. Damn, I'm on the Cheesecake Factory here. They got these avocado egg rolls? Holy. I've never been to a Cheesecake Factory. Uh, Their menu is, yeah, isn't it gigantic? It's like a book. is gigantic. Well, I learned from Gordon Ramsay. That's not good. It's That's not a good sign, but I have the few things I've had from there I liked, so I got no issues. I'm looking at pictures here, scrolling through. Doesn't it look like the, a casino? Looks like the inside of a casino cheesecake factory. That kind of decor. Yeah, I'd say that's like fair. the MGM Grand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's very fair. Uh, High ceilings. All right, <laughs> we got to keep going. We got a lot more. I got to Lex- get off this menu. <laughs> Lexi from Michigan. I've listened to your podcast for years, all capitals, and I've never texted it to the mailbag. <laughs> but I absolutely this might be my to answer favorite, your shrimp question. This might be is. my favorite question I've asked yes. of all the episodes I agree. and the responses. <laughs> Obviously, Elizabeth didn't make enough to feed all the women, which should be a bare minimum of six per person, especially if there is no other side. Throw in some veggies, rice, and pasta, and I could be talked into four per person if I'm being generously low. But one? Absolutely not. And the image JB painted of all four burners going at once to make hundreds of shrimp had me laughing so hard and would have made an incredible segment on the show. 
Just imagine cutting from Sarah's date to the house with Elizabeth cooking up a storm with an absurd amount of shrimp. Everyone eating, packing up some leftovers, and just going back to the date like nothing happened. Thank you, Lexi. I just picture myself on this, if I was on this show, how many times I would almost start a fire because I have no idea how to cook for this amount of people, but I'd try. So I'd have the burners going, I'd have the fucking oven going. It'd be this gas set burner, shoot, on fire. No I'd have <laughs> it'd be dangerous in there. I'd be trying to cook for everyone. Nine one three area code shrimp. You are thinking like men. Women look at a bowl of shrimp and consider who needs to eat. Mm. This isn't dinner; it's a snack. Take two and move on. Come back if there is more available. Shanae knew she was hogging the shrimp because it was Elizabeth. Thank you, nine one three area code. Hmm. Interesting. Kate from Austin. You easily need five shrimp per person and definitely don't call it lunch. Random pieces of shrimp on their own are an appetizer or snack at best. That's the problem. People have focused on that. She called it lunch. The original sin of this, yeah. Called it lunch. If she didn't call it lunch, I would probably, I wouldn't give her a pass, but (laughs) I would be more understanding. This is still Kate. In regards to the women I like from this season, I'm really enjoying what we see of Rachel and Gabby. They seem like real people with actual personalities. I love getting to see their quirkiness bring about more natural interactions with Clayton as well. This is something you referred to, A.B. So much of the one-on-one time is generic and boring. It's nice to see people laugh and seemingly be themselves, not just try to project some perfect girl stereotype. Thank you, Kate. Whatever, Rem. Get to the more shrimp content. All right. (laughs) Sarah in Pittsburgh. Just wanted to weigh in on the shrimp question since I'm planning my wedding and doing a lot of catering research. According to a wedding catering guide, I'm the typical serving for one person is three ounces of shrimp. This can be 12 to 20 small shrimp per person, depending on the size of the shrimp. So 12 shrimp per person for 15 people is 180 shrimp. So Shanae actually didn't even need a full portion, and AB was spot on with needing 200 shrimp for that number of people. Thank you, Sarah. I know my shrimp. This is Patty. Shrimp regulations slash justice for Shanae. The gold standard must be, of course, Larry David. On Curb Your Enthusiasm, the shrimp incident. Let me briefly pause and say, number one, I can't believe I forgot this. I can't either. We didn't reference it. It just happened, didn't it? Was this a long time ago? It was a long time ago. Maybe there's a different... No, I'm thinking of the sushi incident. I thought... I was thinking of like a... What's oh, the name the, of the episode? The, uh, they have the Chinese food. Yes. With the he shrimp. He dedicates a whole yeah. episode to appropriate shrimp allocation because yeah. his guys at one of the networks or whatever picked up his- Ate, his sh- ate some of his shrimp. And right. took some shrimp out of there. Yeah. It was a pasta, but he still took some shrimp out of there. Anyway, <laughs> the whole episode is dedicated yeah, to appropriate shrimp allocation. It is 10 per serving. It aligns with Rim and AB's correct standard. Thank you, Patty. I can't believe we forgot that too. That's insane. For as much as we try to wedge that Humiliating, in here, yeah, it's embarrassing. Humiliating <laughs> that we didn't remember that. Jordan from Atlanta. As far as the stars go, this season will be like Peter's season, launching so, so many stars. The easiest one is Susie. She looks like Hannah Brown, but she's more dynamic of a person with her experience living in Asia and her fighting background. Sarah and Gabby will also make great stars. Notice how producers continue to stock Gabby with timely props, like the two Clayton pillows and the aloe she used to stick the leather jacket to him. They love her, and she has (laughs) demi-potential in the franchise. Thank you, Jordan. Hmm. 
Gabby gets a lot of line one-liners in, too. Yeah. This is Jack from Wisconsin. I just wanted to say that the most glaring oversight from producers of all time, this was the most glaring oversight of producers of all time. They had a football date and ended up playing six versus seven with the Olympian on the team with seven. I didn't confirm this, but I'm going to take Jack from his word here. Wow. And they sent Elizabeth home for no reason prior to this when instead she could have been on the field getting lit up by Shanae Butkus on national television. (laughs) Thank you, Jack. And it would have been seven on seven. This is from Caitlin. Question one, I think you need to plan shrimp, six to ten shrimp per person minimum. Might be able to go less if there is pasta or rice to go with it. Question two, I really like Gabby. She seems super quirky and I audibly laughed several times at things she did. Side note, all the hate for Clayton because we didn't see much of him on Michelle's season is interesting because the leads were always random people for about the first half of seasons of The Bachelor and Matt James was also a quote random person. It just seems like people haven't given him a fair shot, no fault of his own. Thank you, Caitlin from Missouri. Missouri, where Clayton's from. That was the bit there. Mm, I I heard (laughs) you. Okay. This is from Amy in Maryland. A note on Clayton's hoodie and blazer combination. We're done with the shrimp, by the way, AB, so try to keep paying attention. Clayton's hoodie and blazer combination. It's I got, possible I'm doing that, something. <laughs> I got a side project I'm on right now, actually. Sorry. It's possible that he's not actually wearing two separate articles of clothing there. There are blazers which have detachable inserts that are made to look like a hoodie is layered underneath. It's also a thing in women's fashion. Amy, thank you. I totally believe that. Come on, man. Growing up, listen. <laughs> I've seen hoodies that aren't really hoodies that are attached to another, or like the shirts with the fake long sleeves underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, those, remember those, those, remember those pants that used to be able to zip off and make them into shorts? I've seen it all. All <laughs> <laughs> right? That doesn't, that wouldn't shock me if Clayton doesn't excuse that. this. It, doesn't, it still looks silly. Thank you to everyone who texted in. AB, what is next week's question for the mailbag? I want to know where you sit on Shanae. We, is, this was a very pro Shanae podcast, I'd say. Too pro. I like giving I like uh, giving a, having a different yeah. angle. You know, it's like being a sports radio host. You got to be a little contrarian sometimes. So I'd like to hear the other side and some. I just want to hear all the sides. All right, seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Rim, I'm counting the dishes at Cheesecake Factory here. You wouldn't guess how many. Guess how many into an Excel spreadsheet. Guess or how something? many meals they have. Di- like forty eight. Way too low. 192. Let me do the math here. Which, by the way, is divisible by 48. I know my tables. 110. Okay. That's too many. Yeah. That's too many. They could, they do there's a lot of overlap. Too. There's got to be a lot of overlap there. Like, same meal with a different bun. No. Interesting. <laughs> no, that's, that's like not including apps, small plates, and snacks. There might be more dinner combinations at Cheesecake Factory than there are atoms on the earth. Someone should do a, a TikTok where they review just Cheesecake Factory items. They do the whole menu and they rate. I mean, that's, that's I mean, a yeah, million that's subscribers. A, that's a million dollar idea. <laughs> that's, There's no that's doubt easy. about it. That's yeah. easy. That's easy. <laughs> I'm not, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm not impressed by that suggestion. That is just like the obvious million dollar idea <laughs> yeah, when you talk about Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> that's easy. All right. Do you have a headline of the week? 
Yeah. The sh- headlines are tough out there right now, Rim. All the headlines are either bashing Clayton or bashing Shanae. There's no good content out there. Did you? All right. Well, do you have any of those? I'd like to hear those. No. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, this one made me laugh. So I was going to do it as a joke, but it ended up me reading the article and being very (laughs) entertained by it. It's from uh, CheatSheet.com. I don't know about this one. (laughs) (laughs) The Bachelorette. What has Robbie Hayes been up to since JoJo season? Should we even have this segment anymore? (laughs) (laughs) And I I said, when I read that, I said, he's been fucking all over. He's been on every reality show. Siesta Key star. He's been all sorts of stuff. Then I read, it's worse than even I thought, Rim. He's dated so many people specifically to get on reality TV shows. <laughs> it's, he should be ashamed of himself. Okay, let me he- let me tell you who always don't uh, hate the player, hate the game, <laughs> or love the game. At first, I was going to do a joke. I thought I knew everything there was to know about Robert. <laughs> okay, uh, he's been on Bachelor in Paradise after the show. He dated Amanda and cheated on her, allegedly. Uh, well, he did put those uh, those things, it, those uh, glow in the dark rings though. in the bottom of the pool. <laughs> yeah, he, he then dated Linda uh, Lindsay Chrisley. Do you know anything about oh, Chrisley's nose best? Yeah, they they do those promos after Raw sometimes. Yeah, that's how I know Chrisley's <laughs> nose best. Yeah. they're always the commercial and the show after Raw, yeah. so I'm a little familiar with them. Okay, she he then dated Sheena Shea from oh, Vanderpump Sheena. Rules. All of these interact with my life, too. Everything he's done is inter- <laughs> except for the last one. Then he Trying dated to make uh, someone from Siesta Keys. I didn't watch that show, but I'm familiar with it. Robbie. I'm sure we'd love it. Uh, just dating reality stars to get Can on I, the hey. shows. He's, he was then on all those shows, too. I got to tell you something. Three, that's not an appalling number. I need four. If you if you were to name four people who he's dated to get this on the is shows. four. Amanda, Lindsay, Amanda doesn't really count though, because he was going to be on that it. show. Uh, Lindsay, Chrisley, Chrisley, Sheena Shea, Juliet Porter. Yeah, you didn't mention that last one. What's she from? Siesta, Siesta Keys. Keys. Okay, yeah, right. that. that's on me. That's on me. That's confusion. <laughs> it's on me. <laughs> All right, yeah, four is appalling. <laughs> that's appalling to get on the show. Hey man, you know you're just hanging out. Everybody's hanging out. These stars are all hanging out <laughs> no, together. No, no, that's just, that's a social out. circle. That's like getting on no, an actor that's... for dating four other actors. No, no, it's not like that. Because he's like using like these that. to get on the shows, and then he's on yeah. the show. Yeah. Hey, he was dude. on Vanderpump for like a day, for like an episode. <laughs> it's a joke. Fucking Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie is a joke. <laughs> that is funny. All right, is that it? Yeah, that started out as a joke, and then I was intrigued. What by are the it, so. what are the headlines bashing Clayton you've referenced? Don't Google them; just from memory. They find him boring. Hmm. That's all. Do you have an opinion on that? I think he's. I I have I don't have an issue with Clayton at this point. I don't either. He seems fine. Genuine. Nice. Probably naive, almost. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. You could argue that he's naive based on how he handled this Shanae thing. Yeah. Okay, the Rose League scoring update. Same as... Did you do it this week? No, I forgot. Oh, my... Yeah. Humiliating. Legitimately humiliating. Yeah, this is... 
I I have no excuse. I'll try to do better. Well, no, at the, I'll, I'll spin it. It's like when you know you break your streak, either a Duolingo streak or like go a, a going to the gym or eating healthy streak of days. Once you break Snapchat it, streak. I've never had Snapchat. Shout out to me. Uh, but once you break <laughs> the streak, it's easier to just keep not the streak do it broken again for a while. Yeah. Again. Like, oh, <laughs> not do it for a while. Hang out. So I meant yeah. to do it. Okay. Um, yeah, I meant to go to the gym too. I need more push notifications. I usually don't call for more Most push notifications. Most people argue for the opposite of that. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm calling for more push notifications. All right. Well, What'd I you got. Do? How'd you do? I don't think you care. 156 <laughs> points. I don't. <laughs> middle I don't. of the pack. I really don't. <laughs> I knew you. Were. I got 451st out of 743. Uh, it should be noted. Participation is plummeting. Uh, 743 is. It was easy to forget. Ab. I forgot. One of the hosts of the show that is the group is about forgot. Yeah, that's just, I mean, that's totally so, out of character. Yeah. What does that tell you? Not enough push notifications. <laughs> Not enough push notifications. I'm 491st overall. So, Team Madison is in, Team Madison P is in solo first on the season with 636 points. Team Audra and Team Brit 31 tied for first this week with 245 points. Oh, just two people? Yeah, so you both get stickers. Wow. Congrats. Message us. We'll send you a sticker. That's it. Went long. Rosecast. Thanks for listening. Good episode. Anything else, AB? No. No, I'm having a good time. All right. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.